Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Path to Partner podcast. My name is Kyle, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Gnarly Nate. How are you today, Nate? I'm just beachy. How are you doing? Good to hear. I'm doing very well as well. We've taken some nice time this week uh, for ourselves to get back in the in the groove of things and catch up on some of that that work that piles up. I myself have just been binging a lot of other podcasts as well, trying to to take a little mental break because you and I both participated in this really great charity event this past weekend where we raised money for the OZR Great Dane Rescue. Hugely successful, man. We raised a, a total of like 6000 and some dollars for the, the whole stream team group. I was pretty blown away by that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, we it just, I don't know. I like giving back to those good causes when whenever we get the chance for it, especially when it's something as cute as dogs. Um, it also brought up uh, some interesting things to discuss on this week's episode, which we're going to talk about Twitch etiquette. Now, this episode is going to apply to both. Well, I, I think it's going to be more aimed at viewers of Twitch chat. So people that are in there engaging or, or but it's also going to apply a little bit to the streamer themselves too, because... I think a lot of streamers are viewers and other channels. You know, they'll lurk, they'll talk, they'll do whatever. But I mean, this one is really going to hit home things that if you're a streamer out there listening, you might see this and and we're kind of going to flag a couple ideas. So just just so you have a, a, a general mindset of what you might run into over there. And let's talk about something very obvious right off the bat, which is chat roles. If you haven't set these up, you're going to want to do it as a streamer. They're under your Twitch settings and... Do do you do you think people look at these a lot, Nate? Because they're there before people chat for the very first time, but then they go away, and I don't know. What do you have any general thoughts on chat roles? Um, I mean, I personally um think I'm going to put a second chat roles into the bio as well, mm-hmm. so that way people can see what's there. But I do think it's one of those things because I think you got to click OK, got it, in yep. order to get through it. So I mean, I put a very simple, very easy one where it's like. Hey, thank you so much for uh, joining the Gnarly Nation. We're very welcoming. So feel free up or feel feel free to speak up in chat if you'd like to. But just a reminder, there's no racism, homophobia, making fun of handicaps or anything along those lines. So it was like short, sweet, bam. But I'm also going to I think I'm going to have to put it into um, I think I'm going to have to put it into a bot and in my bio. So that way people know or my panel. So that way people know, because just in case they do forget. Yeah, like you said, it's it, it's something I like that you have to click off to it the first time. And you're basically reading like the user license agreement, right? And then you're clicking OK to it. But it is easy for people to skim through it way too quickly and not get it. And then it's hard to find again. I find a lot of offenders to this sort of stuff, though, wouldn't care where the rules are written, in my, in my opinion. You know, the people that are very big aggressors, like if they're going to break the no racism in your chat rule, mm, I don't think putting in the rules is going to help. But I do solely, you know, I, I strongly believe in, in, you know, having these rules very public. And I like your idea of putting it in the panels below as well. That way, super easy to find. Now, a bot command's not one I've heard for rules. Are you just going to do like an exclamation point rule sort of thing? Yeah, and then it just goes to their whisper or something along those lines. So that way, or like if they get banned, potentially setting up something where it sends them the rules. I think that'd be very beneficial as well. Oh, that's fancy. I like that. Because, uh, yeah, they, they're going to guide your channel like we've talked about in the last couple episodes. These rules are going to kind of guide how people act there. And I think, like you said, there's a, a little bit of a balance, too, about not making them too long. People don't want to feel like they're reading this massive document, but at the same time, those rules do need to have those larger points, kind of like the don't be a dick role for them, you know, covers a lot of it. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I like the idea of chat rules. I think you guys should spend some time fleshing those out. And if you're a viewer, do your, your streamer friend a favor. Please make sure you're reading those before you go into chat. It's going to kind of guide how you interact there and, you know, keep you out of any hot water, I guess. Now, next on our list of Twitch etiquette, this one you'll see a lot, but it's not just (laughs) self-promotion. So, hint, there's the subject. Self-promotion in chat. Uh, You see this from viewers out there, too, that may think that they're doing their friend or their family member who's on Twitch. They might even just be trying to give you, the streamer, a heads up about something. But you'll see people promoting other streams in your chat on occasion. This is really awkward. Have you had this happen to you lately, Nate, in any way? 
Oh, yeah. It, I mean, <laughs> self-promotions in general, like where it's either a friend or it's themselves and like, hey, I'm streaming right now, but I'm here. And it's like it's almost like they're trying to trying to uh, sneak in and say, hey, you know, I'm streaming. Like if anyone in here wants to come watch and we, which is kind of the culture I've built in my 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 channel, because I do welcome people that are brand new broadcasters to mm-hmm. talk to me about certain topics and certain things as well, too. But it, there, there's a lot of little things that you definitely get to watch out for, and especially like, especially with how you run your channel, or if you're a viewer, like how you speak in other people's channels, because you, ever, you want you're excited because your friend's a broadcaster and you want to get them noticed. So you just it's one of those things where you really got to you you can't. There's times and place if a broadcaster asks for it, then it's then it's kind of more acceptable to do it. Like, oh hey, does anyone like at the end of broadcast? Hey, does anyone know if there is a? Um, does anyone have any recommendations for me to raid? Which some people would like to do. That other people, I learned my lesson from, so I don't do it as much <laughs> now. But um, yeah, so that that's one thing as well too. So it's all it's all very situational. But for the main part, etiquette wise, I, it's not really a, a very polite thing to do. And especially when someone's broadcast. Yeah, I, I've had it happen uh, with really good intentions before. Like someone has said, I think you kind of you put in there. I, I wasn't asking for recommendations, but someone did when I when I first came over to ESO. They're like, you should go to this streamer. They're really big. And my first reaction was like, "Ooh, that's terribly gross that you would do that. But I didn't crack down on it. And I followed their recommendation. Actually, it helped me out now. That was like a kind of a fluke. So if you're out there listening to this, the easiest way to do it is never, ever promote another streamer in anyone else's chat. And if you really want a streamer that you're watching to know about someone else, and again, you you need, they, if you're going to reach out to a streamer, I'm, I'm going to suggest that you direct message them at some point if you really think that you have a, a recommendation that's good for them. Now, if you're going to recommend something, make sure it is coming from a good place and you're not just trying to blind promote someone else that you know. So, like, there's a difference of, hey, I'm watching Nate and I really like Nate's content. He's really cool. I've been hanging out in his chat, but I see that he might... Uh, really enjoy this other person. I genuinely think he's going to like him specifically because their content kind of overlaps or something like that. So I'm going to now maybe direct message him and say like, here's this person you might want to watch. Maybe go watch Kyle. You might like his stuff, which is very different than, hey, this is my first time in chat. Now I'm going to message Nate and say, my friend or my cousin or this dude over there randomly streams. Here's his link. Because what's the value then you know you're not it's not really a good value proposition to send that kind of message and it comes off as gross like and this is not just limited to twitch this is anywhere on the internet you know anytime someone's just pushing some random product or person service whatever it feels gross if there's not that value involved with it i guess (laughs) yeah there's it's almost like it's almost like uh it's almost like just some random person at a kiosk trying to sell you makeup, even though you're like, you know, you're clearly not the type that wears makeup. And that that's the whole thing. So you, you do got to build up basis. Yeah, I think that's so, so, so important. And and self-promotion is one of the ones that gets people banned in chats. Ugh. I want to say uh, just a lot of the time and, and, and a warning for fellow streamers out there. This is not very common, but every once in a while you may find a troll or a good-hearted person from your chat promoting your stream in other places. And that's when you have to have a talking with that person. Um, I had it once uh, on air in the Elder Scrolls directory. Another streamer was live, and a dude came into my chat, tried to self-promote for him. I was feeling detective-like that night, and I messaged that streamer. I'm like, hey, this dude came in your chat, blah, 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 or in my chat, was, you know, trying to get my people over to you, midstream and he was like oh hell no i'm not having that and he went on this big tirade in his chat banned the person (laughs) and uh gave him a certain talking to in his channel so uh you know that just goes into that idea of making good connections with other streamers to um to kind of know and and over time you'll pick up on this stuff i'd say most of the time self-promotion You'll be able to tell the malicious from the the non, I think, a lot of the time. But even if it is non-malicious, you still probably should have a talking with that person because it doesn't follow general Twitch etiquette. Overall, self-promo or promoting a friend, bad idea. 
Yeah, I mean, that that exact same situation happened to me did in it? my channel once. Yeah, someone came in and was like, did the same thing. So I, then that, do you do build a relationship like feel free to reach out to that broadcaster that they said, because you will be able to um, build a relationship through that, which is a very good thing to have. Um, I've also had someone say that someone was self-promoting and they're Aaron, uh, me and someone else's channel, but I never got a name of who it was or anything along those lines. So it, and this is if you're you are a broadcaster, do feel free to reach out to either or because I would like to know who it was that was self-promoting me and someone or promoting me in someone else's chat. Yeah, because because I mean, I guess that, that we should maybe backtrack even for a split second and say the reason we're doing this Twitch etiquette episode is to help, again, both the streamers out there and the viewers out there, because Twitch etiquette's not really formalized or it's such a new thing that it's kind of hard to tell what Twitch etiquette exactly is. Also, like we just showed off, I think, in perfect example there when it com- comes down to self promo. It can be done very maliciously, but it can also be done with good intentions. But even the good intentions can fall apart a lot of the time and backfire on people. So, like, if if people were coming over to my chat and being like, check out Nate, like, you need to, everyone go, like, you all need to drop him a follow. That might be coming from, from a good spot, but it could also, it, it still just wouldn't feel good if viewers are doing that. Um, a lot of the time, especially if it's that, if it's a self-promo, well, both parties are live i mean what it really breaks down to is or how it can be read through the lines is hey stop watching this streamer they're not worth your time go watch this streamer they're better and that might not be the intention but if you boil that statement down it usually comes out looking something like that it's like don't watch this person go watch this person instead and then everyone's unhappy and other viewers in chat you'll notice get pretty angry with self-promo i'll see that a lot too that's a huge thing. And then on top of that, you're technically getting your as a broadcast, you're getting your name tarnished yeah. and it's not even you that's tarnishing your name. It's literally the person promoting you because it, it, it just puts a bad taste in people's mouth. Good call out that for new streamers. Yeah, it may not sound serious, but you do want to you do want to squash that as soon as possible. You know, if you if you get that name like Nate was asking for, if you find the name of that person, have a good talking with them. If they're if they're a very loyal person. You want to, you know, converse with them and explain why it's bad. Um, if they're not loyal and they're just trolly, you probably want to ban them and maybe warn any of your friends if it happens that they're not with you or something like that. But I think that's well said, Nate. Whew, this next one's a good one, too. Arguing with the streamer or arguing with chat in general. Oh, I'm sure we both have stories for days on this topic. Oh, ah. <laughs> And we they're probably from the same people, too. <laughs> That's true, actually. Uh, whew, so as a streamer, I think we kind of talked about this a little bit last time, that uh, there's that little bit of a power dynamic, right? Where you're talking, you're talking, you're talking. And I think all streamers are prone to say something that's not accurate. People in chat will sometimes argue just for argument's sake sometimes they'll argue to correct you it can come from all kinds of places i i think i mentioned here and maybe i didn't actually do this on the last episode but oh no i think we did i talked about how i was having the iphone android debate in my chat like people were getting really feisty about that i'm like no one will win this it's impossible to win they're both fine you know operating systems for phones it's not an argument that is going to benefit anyone. So you probably, if you're the one that's engaging in that, want to know that, you know, know to pull that back. Um, Also knowing that arguing with the streamer in general, just if it comes off like you're being argumentative, it's not going to reflect well on you. It's one of those things that just kind of grosses everyone out. Um, Also, (laughs) I added at the end, the arguing with chat portion. Uh, Sometimes it's not actually just arguing with the streamer. I'll see chat go at each other's throats every once in a while. They'll just be, you know, they'll bring up their own subjects and I won't even be reading it out loud because it's not something I have anything to add to. And yet next I'll look back and they're at each other's throats or my mods might be telling them to cool it off and, and stuff like that. I think we talked about that last week, right, Nate? No, we definitely did. Okay. I don't know. Do you want to say anything else to this or you want to move on since we've already talked that one to death? Yeah. Well, I mean, the the thing is, is like 
when you as a broadcaster, you really have to look at how to deal with arguing with um, like if someone's trying to start arguing with, with you and there's people that do it. And we, we definitely have covered this. over on like last week or weeks before, it's one of those things where you just kind of have to you got to keep a cool head because you, it's a it's, you're in a position of every you have hundreds of eyes on you. So you got to keep a cool head. And it's one of those things kind of like you just got to diffuse, try to diffuse the situation before it gets there. It's one of those things where you really got to like watch how the ecosystem of your channel goes. So, I mean, that's all I really had for my input, Kyle. Yeah, well said, because uh, if you if you do handle it. Gosh, I always like to say. If you handle it incorrectly or if you handle it without tact or a plum or anything like that it, it's gonna someone's gonna get upset about it usually as a streamer whenever you have to scold somebody in chat even if it's very valid i find that person is most of the time a lost cause at that point like i don't mean to sound like too curt with that sort of statement but a lot of the time from my personal experience most of the people you you scold even for good reason even if you do it very well usually won't come back because people don't like to be told what to do online and that's kind of enough to lose them as a as a viewer and i think that goes back to what you said of you know you gotta be very gotta watch how that's affecting the ecosystem and things like that so i actually had one of those this weekend as well ties in with the arguing point perfectly and i'll I'll share this here for a second that uh we were doing the charity stream for dogs i had a guy come by the stream he said that's so great that you have an adopted dog, which I do. And he goes, but don't feed your dog French fries. And I think it was because I was eating a burger on stream. Now, I didn't have any fries on my plate, which I thought was the interesting point of this. So he goes, it's great that you adopted dogs, but don't feed your dog any salty French fries. I go, oh, well, you know, I, I'm not. But either way, you know, your dog can handle a, a couple of salty French fries. They're not going to that's a couple isn't going to kill your dog. You know, everything in moderation, man. And he goes and he's quiet for a minute. And then it's one of those like awkward ones where you can tell he thought about it. And he comes back and he goes, seriously, it's great what you're doing, but please don't feed your dog salty French fries. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) there aren't any. So this is getting weird. I'm like, it's okay too in moderation. And I even had a vet tech talk up in chat and they were like, yeah, really? No, Kyle's right. Like I, I work as a vet nurse. It's, it's totally fine. You know, a couple French fries are not going to kill your dog. He goes, why would you listen to that person? You don't even know them. And I go, I actually do know that person. I don't know you. You're new here. He ended up donating a hundred dollars to the charity, but it was a very weird, you know, argument that I'm like, if I'm, I'm trying to diffuse this by just being funny and like having a smile on while I'm saying it and I'm trying to say it upbeat. But I, I did end up telling the guy, I'm like, listen, man, you got to go use this energy somewhere else. It's like, go, go work, go volunteer at a local charity or something like that. I'm like, you're just trying to start a fight over nothing when the situation you're upset about isn't even happening here. Like, that's just one of those silly examples out there. I hope everyone can take something from of person came into chat i guess with good intentions to donate and they did follow through with that but at the same time they also came in i guess just looking to throw a couple small punches here and there because what was the point to that it was an unwinnable debate that had nothing to do with anything and they wouldn't hear reason so it needed to stop and it did and it worked out well for the dogs but i don't know man you get those people and they just like to argue that is, I mean, that is, you'll have those people. Mm-hmm. You'll have those people a lot more than you would like to, but you'll have them. Yep. And sometimes they can be dealt with after stream too. Uh, we had another one of those the other day. This one was in, in Discord, but very relevant where the person was making everything they were saying came across passive aggressive. And so it, it ended up in me having to send them a DM and being like, man, like they were kind of complaining. Their, their questions weren't being answered, but they were just getting lost in the natural flow of chat, right? And they were upset about that. And and everything they were posting was kind of like a complaint. And so I had to message them and go, hey, you know, just so you know. And I, I sent them, you know, a picture of the one message I was most concerned about. And I was like, this is a little concerning to me and some others. So just look out for that. And, and I think that one worked out well, too. So don't be afraid to do some of the after stream because then it doesn't put people as much on the spot, too. Might be a suggestion for how to handle that if you're a streamer. And if you're someone in chat, just just. Double check what you're writing and make sure it doesn't come across gross. 
I think in relation perfectly, we can swing into the next one, which is fighting with moderators. Have you had this happen, Nate? Because you don't really have a huge modded chat. Nope. More people just fighting with me <laughs> and arguing about certain things. Um, yeah, this this is definitely more in your realm of things because I don't really have the mods. I more have people, but people do get really upset when I ban them. And then the only thing is, it's, it seems that the, the broadcaster has a little bit more power and people are a little bit more ready to listen because it's not like, oh, the moderator banned me. It's like, well, you banned me because of this. So they kind of know. So this is more in your your realm of things. OK, I will. I will keep talking. Let's do it. Uh what you don't want to do if you're in a streamer's chat and you get in trouble is fight with a moderator. So if you get an accidental timeout or, you know, you get timed out banned, whatever it is, it is fine to reach out to a moderator to appeal that ban. When I say reach out to appeal, I mean that very specifically. You are appealing and apologizing for the mistake. It's your bad. Whatever got you banned, it is likely your bad. Now, you are welcome to reach out and, and, like I said, be nice about it and ask what happened, what got you banned, explain the situation in a way. But what you don't do is reach out and make demands. I was a, I was a subscriber. I shouldn't have been banned. I gave money. I did this. I did that. When you start making those demands, no one's going to unban you. And I'll say, gosh, I have so many examples tonight, man. I'm sorry. I had one of these happen a little while back with a kid that was being really annoying and they were a kid. They'd announced their age in chat. Uh, they were being, I can't remember what all they were. Oh, this, this is the person that went over to you too and harassed you. Oh, this is the one that hit you up on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> so person got banned in my channel for bad behavior. They had the situation explained via a mod, via DM. Uh, they talked to them. And then the person just started going on these tirades and they were rude to my moderator. They started sending me text messages, but through email, which was really funny. So I was getting like, I had like 10 emails sitting there. They were all like one line messages, tell us from a phone. And I was like, no, your ban is holding up because I have this screenshot of how you spoke to my moderator. And even if, you know, you had convinced me on your own that the situation, you know, had you talked to us in a normal way, we could have looked at unbanning you. But because you doubled down on it, you really got feisty. I'm like, there's no way in hell you would ever unban you. And I'm like, I'm going to ban you here and here and here. And that like purge you from my digital life because you're just causing trouble. So don't be that person that fights with mods. It's really easy not to fight with moderators. Really, really super easy. Uh, if you're someone that has like a hot headed temper, then before you appeal any ban, you should walk away from the computer. Um, that's a really good way to do things in life is don't send that email when you're angry or that text when you're angry or whatever the situation is. Use that on Twitch as well because no one wants to have you yelling at their moderators. It's the same as you yelling at the streamer themselves. Again, welcome to apologize and try and get out of a ban that way. But you also have to show improvement because a second time, you're, you're not going to get unbanned a second time. Are you anxious for the work week? Do you lose some of your days off to worrying? Our new sponsor, Sunday Scaries, is here to help you take the edge off, chill yourself out, or endure lunch with your extended family. Sunday Scaries products are made with the highest quality, full-spectrum CBD sourced directly from family-owned hemp farms in Colorado. There's no THC in their products, so while you may experience a mild and calming euphoria, you won't get high. Head to bit.ly forward slash Kyle CBD and use code Kyle for 10% off each and every order. Now, this doesn't apply to subscriptions, but each and every time you check out, you can use the code Kyle. It's a multiple use code, saves you 10%, gives a massive kickback to the show. So head over to bit.ly forward slash Kyle CBD and use code Kyle at checkout. I love Sunday Scaries products and I hope you will too. Another thing is, is if you are, if, if this is more directed to a viewer or if you're, you know, if you're a broadcaster and you're hearing this, if someone comes into your channel, say they got banned in one of your friends broadcast, <laughs> you're automatically red flagged. And then it's it, it, it just it's like you're a ticking time bomb. And it's like the first thing I'm going to do as a broadcaster and you should do if you're a broadcaster and you hear one of your actual close broadcasting friends. 
as went through something like this, the first thing you should do is go ask him what he said or ask what the person said person said to the broadcaster, like let him go through their chat logs to tell us. Because there are some things that someone said to Kyle and his channel. And when I heard it, I was automatic ban in mind because I'm not going to let that type because it's a ticking time bomb. It's only a matter of time before said person says something like this in your channel. They may not, but still it's like if there ever is a possibility to it, you want to nip it in the butt before it really messes up the ecosystem of your chat. Was that the anti-Semitic comment we're talking about in this case? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> someone yep. came into my, well, someone was in mine. They were super normal for the longest time. Then they made this really off-colored, like, anti-Semitic. It wasn't the like it wasn't horrible but it wasn't welcome either and i as soon as i saw the message i went whoa 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 and i actually gave this person a timeout because again they were being so normal and they, it was just like an extension like they this was that type of person that's taken a joke too far so again if you're prone to doing that in chat if you're the person that might be like i i, I sometimes take jokes too far and then my friends look at me weird in real life if you're that person, be really cautious that you don't do it in Twitch because it's going to come across worse without your, you know, us knowing any of your history. And so this person wrote this comment. I didn't like it. Timed him out. It wasn't that bad of a situation. And they ran over to Nate's chat. And that's when when you talked to me about it. I was like, oh, no, no. I didn't know they went out of my stream and did it. I thought they just left because they got in trouble. I'm like, they're permaban now. Like, you can't go, in around, go around doing that. And at Nate's point, yeah, you make really good friendships that way, too, because you're in the trenches with those other streamers. So if you ever have that chance to, like, relate to another streamer because of trolls, you use that as a great bonding experience if you're a streamer out there. It's a it's a fun one. Nate and I probably started the podcast off of similar conversations, right? Like, we were together talking about the craziness of Twitch, and we're like, we should start this show up, and you know, it's an extension of what we already talk about. Yeah, if, it, if honestly, if it wasn't for them doing that, because that's that's when we really started talking more one on one, and that's when we <laughs> developed the the relationship of starting this uh, podcast. So you can thank the trolls for that one, guys. Thanks, trolls. You rock. Uh, wait, no, that's no, you suck. Sorry, um, but yeah. So for if you're a person out there, like I said, just be very cautious. I, we Nate and I have heard a ton of excuses from people, and sometimes the excuses for their bad behavior sound legitimate and we have to give them that benefit of a doubt but again remember that if you're a viewer and i don't want this to sound like i i, I want this to be like a uh what's oh, i'm trying to think of the word for this a real i guess a reality check i want this to be a reality check that if you've never talked to your streamer on voice comms if you've never met them in person if you've never done x y and z the streamer is just seeing you as a text box with a color like that's it um you know you can work longer times to you know solidify those friendships and i have great friendships from people on twitch that were viewers and now are you know really solid friends but just remember that if you don't have any of those relationships you're just coming across as a text box so if you say something that's really you know an off-color joke or you know it just seems like it could be taken in a cringy sort of way it probably will be because we don't have as streamers too much else to base our, you know, our, our opinions of you other than the message. So you are what you say, I guess, in this case. You know, that also makes me think, how much time before TwitchCon for this episode? <laughs> Should we talk oh. about some of that, too? Yeah, because this, this yeah, be I mean, 25th. this episode yeah. will be uploaded and then uh, people will be flying into TwitchCon on Thursday. So let's talk about that for a split second. Uh, and I don't know all of them, but I know some of the ones that I've seen. And, and you've been to TwitchCon before, is that right? Oh, yeah, th this is going to be my cup of tea. Okay, well, I, I'll start off with saying the biggest one. Be respectful of the streamer that you're going to meet, because some people are super ultra cringy, and I hear about people stalking a streamer around a convention and touching inappropriately. Oh, yeah, you, you will, like, um... Uh, funny story, I went to TwitchCon and met one of uh, my viewers uh, a while ago, and she she was all wild about it. But like I was with my girlfriend and we were there and she's freaking out, giving me hugs. But she's being really like 
real flirtatious, really flirtatious. So it's one of those things where definitely respect the space because not all broadcasters are the same. Some people will be the people that are like, hey, come here, give me a hug. It's good to see you, man. And then other people will be like a little there. You know, we're all people. Some of us are shut and some of us aren't. And then just, you know, on the camera or a different person. So be respectful of a lot of other uh, of your broadcasters when you do go there. Um, I'm going to let you do some more points and then I'll fill up whatever we didn't get for the con. Okay. Cause I, we, we, this is, by the way, this is Nate and I off the cuff at this point. Cause this wasn't in here, but when I was saying the words out loud, I was like, Oh shoot, this is a perfect TwitchCon segue. Um, okay. So like Nate and I just said, respect the space. Um, if you're a streamer going to TwitchCon, please, please, please check in with your moderators slash get a group of people to be with at all times. And this, I hate to say this, I hate to make this a gendered thing, but especially if you're a female streamer on the internet, please be very careful because generally guys are kind of creeps. Like it's just stories that come out of there. You know, you have a really good example of the opposite, right? You had a girl that was getting too touchy feely, but I'll say, you know, nine out of 10 times you hear the opposite and it's a guy following a female streamer around. So it doesn't matter what gender you are or who's the who the gender of the creepy person. Please do check in with a group of friends. Stay with a group of friends. Don't be going out of don't don't be going out on a, a limb there with like meeting up with anyone privately or anything like that that you don't know about. Um, I I would say if you're a streamer. It's not to distrust your audience, right? Because you can make the, your moderators are are probably people you know from chat, or or even just your bigger people that support you. But just keep that group close to you. But also just be aware of who you're hanging out with too. Like I said, just don't leave any of the conventions without knowing who you're with, and you know, even out. yeah, even if you do decide to go out, and th- this is primarily for more female broadcasters. Um, even if you do go out and you want to go do all these like all these events and stuff like that, or, you know, you, you think, you know, this person and you, you know, he's been following you for years on Twitch and, you know, like, and this is the person you're going to be hanging. Still be really wary about it because yeah. the thing is, is it's, it's scary. Like we live in a really weird time where you have to watch everything you do, especially as female broadcasters and stuff like that. So if you have other broadcaster friends that have a large group, try to stay in the larger groups. Don't try to do anything um one-on-one and stuff along those lines because it, it is creepy like it it can be very very scary and it's one of those things where you know let people know where you're at all times try to stay in groups do if you're going to go out go with a group of people that you know they're staying at the same hotel you really want to try to protect yourself from those type of things very well said and i think you you tie that up a lot better than me my my tldr is yeah no, exactly what you said. Know who you're hanging out with. And if you even if you've known them for a long time, still be cautious of of exactly what their motivations might be, because um, we just don't know anyone yet. Right. Like next TwitchCon, you might know them significantly better. And so they might be part of your close crew next the following year. You know, you just need a chance to meet these people first. I think like you said, hanging out with other streamers is a really good one because they're in a similar situation to you. Um, they're obviously not going there with, you know, any bad intent. They're there to be with their community. You're there to be with your community. So you just don't know about anyone else. Um, anything yeah. else that really comes to your mind with TwitchCon? Yes, perfect. This is, um, yeah. Another thing is, is if you go to TwitchCon and you are a new streamer, you've been streaming probably, I don't know, six months to a year when you, or maybe it's your first TwitchCon. Do not talk about your numbers. Last year, when I went to TwitchCon, it was the big Fortnite surge. And everyone's like, how many subs do you got, dude? Uh, I don't know. Like, you know, 400. Oh, man, I have 800 subs. Do you play Fortnite? Like, just don't talk about your numbers. A lot of these broadcasters literally are there to either meet their community, become friends with new broadcasters. And that is one surefire way of not becoming friends with other broadcasters. But a lot of us don't really care. We just kind of want to get, it's like, it's like a weekend where we can get out where we, where most of us grind 40, 50 hours every single week. It's, it's a way of us getting out, uh, hanging out with the people that we've been hosting up, the connections we've made. And it's more relaxing. I understand a lot of people go into it. Like this is business this is a business trip. I'm going to meet these other broadcasters and make connections, but you know, don't talk about the numbers relax breathe enjoy it and then make fun friends naturally and then sooner or later stuff will come together for you 
Great, great points. And that's that's pretty much my biggest thing. And wear deodorant. And that's why those are my points. <laughs> that is the biggest one for cons, yes. So yeah, just if you're gonna go to TwitchCon, we'll we'll pull this back to other other streaming content here. If you're just a viewer, not actually an attender, attendee. Uh, but if you're going to be at TwitchCon, yeah, just be careful your surroundings, who you're with, watch out for all that stuff. And if you're someone that's going to meet your favorite streamer, again, respect their space. Um, read the room, man. Read the room. If you feel like you're being creepy, stop it. And if you don't know what creepy is, probably don't go to TwitchCon because you need to kind of know social cues to do that sort of interaction successfully. And I don't mean that to sound belittling or demeaning, but it is really true and I, I there will always be just you wait for twitter afterwards or during the con prepare to see all the weird stuff and i guess it goes again it needs to be said please do not grope other people at a convention i know i will see <laughs> a dozen tweets about said viewer who came up and and groped said streamer and also this goes for you two streamers don't be groping your your viewers that's weird too consent 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 okay am i done am i done parenting now i mean that that yeah i mean literally the whole the what kyle said at the end the uh, streamers do not touch your viewers inappropriately whatsoever or even even don't even touch them unless they you know like unless you're reading the room wise because there's a lot of broadcasters that have gotten backlash from it. We're like, there's like a photo and instead of like the hand being on the shoulder, it's on like the side of this, you know, on the side of the girl where everything is. And you don't want, you just don't want that. So be, just be respectful. Treat it as like a very, a very respectful thing. Read the room, you know, don't be creepy, everything else along those lines. But definitely what Kyle said at the end with the streaming thing, you got to watch out for that. Consent, kids, consent. Okay, back to actually being on Twitch itself, <laughs> uh, digitally that is, begging for subs, subs, both from the streamer perspective, begging your chat for subs, and as a person in chat begging to get a sub. Not good etiquette. Yikes. People do this all the time, and they are the ones that do not get gifted subs uh, in, in my channel, at least, as, from what I've noticed. Um, every once in a while they will, but it still is a huge red flag. So... To set up the situation, you may have seen this or or maybe not, but you, in my channel, I'll see a sub bomb go off. Someone gifts like five subs to the channel, let's say, and a newer person, usually someone I've already flagged by this point, like I could just tell there's someone to watch, will go, well, I didn't get a sub. I really want one. Can I get one? And it just sets off this kind of begging. You even heard the, you know, the, the begging voice I gave it there out of instinct. It just feels gross. It doesn't come from a good place. It comes from a selfish place from a viewer. Uh, the same, I think, for streamers, on the other hand. Begging your chat to subscribe is not a really good option either. I don't think that's going to pan out very well for you. That being said, I do think that subscriber incentives are totally fine. I'm a guy that subscribes to that policy myself. You know, I'll do subscriber incentives, especially we're doing right now like a seven days to die server. So it's kind of like a Minecraft server where we don't let anyone in if they're not a subscriber. Reason being with the paid upkeep, that sort of thing. So viewers, please understand that your streamers uh, have a need for subs. It's more than likely, you know, it's a revenue stream for them. So don't be belittling or attacking people that have chosen to subscribe. That's awesome and we value them. Um, but please also don't be begging for it, for one for yourself. If you really want a sub, uh, being in chat and being an awesome member is more likely to get you a gifted sub than begging for one. Thoughts on that, Nate? Nope, that's 100% true. I mean... Either way, look at it, begging for subs. And also, like, if you're like, oh, man, I'm almost at 100 subs, guys. Come on, we can do this. That can put a really bad taste in people's mouths. So don't do that either. I'm guilty of doing that sometimes when we're working towards a sub goal. But I, you know, like I think like you said, it's about watching how you say it, because you know, it, it's one thing you get gifted subs. It's like, oh, my God, we're so close to the goal. And people are really excited about it versus, yeah, if you are just sitting there like kind of picking at it and annoying people with it, it comes across as a little gross. Totally agree. Uh, this one's a trickier one. This is more of a gray area. And again, it involves reading the room and moderating yourself. Uh, if you're in someone's chat 
be careful that you're not too big of a chatter. Now, what the hell does that mean? Well, streamers often, we, we want, we love, you know, a mark of a successful chat is when people are, are really having a good time and they're conversing about things. But this one is that awkward one that, again, makes other people uncomfortable. You'll sometimes see someone there that is dominating the chat. And sometimes it can look like they're doing a good thing. And sometimes they actually might be helping the streamer, especially if it's a quiet night. But other times it might just be someone that's in there chatting too much. Have you had this happen, Nate? No, I mean, I do it all the time. I like don't mean to over uh, speak, but sometimes um, when you get some people, they the thing with broadcasting is people, the viewer wants your attention. Mm -hmm. So sometimes people will like, like you'll have 15 messages by them before one other person, which like Kyle said, it's situational. Um, if it's a slow night, it's helpful and, you know, things like that. But if you have one name overpowering the chat, it could be kind of a turnoff for other people coming in that could potentially chat because they're like, oh, well, there's just one person spamming over and over and over. And sometimes they're not even spamming, but you got to it's it's one of those things that it's it's very hard to deal with. Like, I don't even know. Like, how how would you even deal with this, Kyle? Well, I know my moderators have gotten a big habit of telling people to stop at messaging me in chat. So there's nothing wrong with that messaging me there uh, on occasion. But I have a couple people that start every sentence they write as an at message. And I think it's a misunderstanding of why you're supposed to be chatting. And I think you kind of call it out too. They want the attention from the streamer, but that's not really being a good community member if you only want to talk to the person at the top. Um, like, Fan pages have been around forever, right? Around a celebrity. And they may never get to talk to that celebrity ever. But the cool thing about a fan page is you're building a community there, right? Like, so, you know, you'll that, that used to be really popular and probably still is everywhere. And you don't see that for Instagrams and Twitters that get created just to follow a celebrity. And again, the celebrity may never converse, but what they're doing is they're building a community around their mutual admiration of someone. Well, if you come into someone, a Twitch streamer's chat and you're only there to talk to the streamer, you're not actually contributing at all. You're not making a community because you're alienating everyone else you're talking around. You're not talking with the rest of the group. You're talking around them. And so that's one thing my mods have started doing is telling if, if we have an excessive app messenger, they'll call them out and say, hey, I saw it the other day. Uh, Nanner, I think, said, this is your third warning to stop at messaging Kyle. And when I saw that, I was like, Oh, and I actually called that out. It, it, you know, vocally, I called that out. I was like, hey, yeah, make sure you're listening to that moderator. So this goes back to the other thing. Please don't ignore mods either. Don't don't just disregard what they're saying. They are the word of law on the channel. Uh, it's a hard one, man. It's it's hard. I'll sometimes, uh, if, if they're being annoying, I will not read their messages, which doesn't, it's not a final answer, but you can't say shut up. You know, you can't be like, hey, you're talking too much because that's not how we want people to feel either. But sometimes I think ignoring some of the messages and, and, and maybe diving into somebody else's message when they speak, maybe starting a separate conversation, you kind of just hope it guides that first person to kind of get the groove better, I guess. I don't know. That's what I do as I if the first the last person the message, um, which kind of goes to don't call it lurker part. But um, <laughs> I'll literally be like, OK, well, let's say let's use breathing stars, for example. Yeah. And then like someone else comes in and spams I'm like so breathing stars. How's your day? Because it they were like, I'm like, so chat, how's everyone's day today? Because usually a person's already talked a bunch. So it's almost like you're trying to pull it. The thing is, is trying to pull people back in because if it just so like because it's almost like you're you're walking up to a, like a person and or you're like in a group of people. And then it's just one per like two people just start talking back and forth and they kind of exile the rest of the group mm -hmm. out. It's almost like then, like as a good host, you got to look at someone else and try to bring them in the conversations in order to get everything flowing back into a group. That's what that's it's it's a very awkward, it's a very hard situation to deal with, especially because if you're playing lurk worthy games or people like the lurk and you know they're they it's it is what it is. Um, sometimes it's hard to pull it back, and that's when that's when it can be acceptable. But it's it's such a hard thing to deal with, but. I'm just ask your chat how their day is. Try to ask the last person to chat before that person to see if they're still there and ready to engage. Just try to break it up a little bit. 
That's a good way to do it. Uh, also, we're about 15 minutes from the end of this episode, so I think with our list here, we might actually want to keep some of these for a later date as we get down towards the bottom. Or maybe we can just abbreviate some of them. This one, this next one, we've talked to death uh, in the last few episodes. Telling the streamer what to do or play. Unless it's, like, very clearly the culture of the channel, don't do that. Don't tell a streamer what to do or play. You can always ask if they've considered playing a game or something like that. But just know that they're probably playing what they want to play at the moment. Uh, if they're asking for suggestions, that's a great time to chime in and say it. Maybe they even have somewhere. I think I mentioned last time I suggested to streamers that that's a good thing to do on Discord is create a channel for where they could have games suggested to them. But... Generally speaking, especially if you're not super well in the know of that streamer's culture, don't be telling them what to do or play. Um, backseat gaming also is not very appropriate. Uh, it's fine to ask. I've seen that before in chats. Am I allowed to help? Like what sort of, you know, what kind of stuff can I share with the streamer? Or like they'll ask that to the mods or someone in chat. Or, you know, it's it's better to ask if you can do something than to just do it and be that annoying person, I think. If we want to skip on, there is... This one's something that I haven't seen very often, but I saw this in Twitch's rules for... Uh, it was actually in their rules of etiquette. Don't propose a collaboration upon first interaction. The best it says the best collaborations have chemistry. Let them happen naturally. So if you're another streamer out there, you might not want to be going around, you know, saying, "Hey, let's let's collaborate." Now, have you seen that ever, Nate? Has that happened to you? Uh, yeah, I've had people that um, well, it, not like at at first, but where like you know they followed, and then it's been like six months later, and I haven't seen them speak in chat for six months, and they're like, "Hey." We should get together and play a game or I've had people IRL that I actually know where they're like, hey, I just, I'm getting into streaming. Let's play Gears of War together. And I'm like, well, that's not the game I play. But that's that's kind of one of those things where um, it, it's like it, even with me and Kyle right now, like me and Kyle knew each other for like a couple months, like three months before we actually started talking, before we actually started getting in to do like this podcast so it's one of those things where it definitely does happen naturally but trying to force it a lot of us have our own agendas and a lot of us have our own our own projects we're working on so it's very hard for a broadcaster or another broadcaster really take on uh more or try to do things um cohesively because the one of the huge things with us is when me and kyle have broadcast before together like i was streaming he was streaming we both were on voice chat together it's very hard to balance talking to chat why oh, yeah. streaming as well too so there, there's just a whole bunch of intangible things that go along with that so the for the purpose of like collaborating upon first interaction it's definitely something you have to gel together before really pushing forth yep I think the best way to kind of summarize many of the points we've talked about here, maybe this will be where we stop for this week if it's cool with you, is what value, whatever you're asking of a streamer, whether you yourself are a streamer talking to another or whether you're a, a, a viewer in chat, what value are you proposing for the other party? It's not something a lot of us think about very often. Um, not as much as I'd like to see because, boy, do I see people going without it. And it, this is a perfect example of that. Is like, if I just walked into Nate's chat out of the blue and I was like, we should collaborate. Well, Nate doesn't know me. What does that, what that, that's just an imposition on him. Now he has to either kind of learn who I am, what I bring to the table, why I would want to do it. And, and by that point, most people aren't going to put in that effort right there. Just saying right now, right there, most people won't even go that extra step. So like all things in life, you got to have value to these things. It's not, it's just normal etiquette. And I think some of that gets lost online is, I mean, if you just walked into, I, I don't know, if you, this is maybe a decent one. If you just walked into a random store and blurted out, like, doing a charity today, help me out. They're not going to do that. Like, that, they want a little bit more information. And you can make all the equations or, you know, similar examples in your life that you'd like. But if you just go up to people and randomly ask a question without any sort of background details, anything like that, it's not going to come off well. And I don't, and definitely... Twitch chat, not a 
good spot to have that sort of conversation just ask to collaborate randomly. I see you highlighting something. You want to do this one next still? We have time for this. Yes, this this is the number one thing I really want to... Oh, well, not number do one, it. but this is definitely a highly thing. So don't call out the viewer count. If you go... If, and this, this comes along with... It's almost like the same person wanting to collaborate. You know, like, mm-hmm. if you if you followed a broadcaster back in, I don't know, two years ago, and the broadcaster been grinding consistently every single day, and now you see them, and they have... 400 people or I think we had, yeah, I think I had 400 and something people and someone comes in my chat pog 400 and I understand people are excited and th- this goes to the broadcasters this is for us as well too if you see that don't do it because it's one of those things where it's like it's almost like like they're looking they're like they're hype but they're kind of like putting you down at the same time and like it's just it's a weird thing so definitely do not like do that especially if you're a broadcaster and someone gets success you know talk to them offline about it or something hey you did amazing man but like going in and be like oh man 400 and something people pog champ like it's not a it's not a good look read the room <laughs> that's the most important thing and be very wary of backhanded compliments yeah I've seen that a lot, too. We didn't have that in the list, but there are compliments that are not very complimentary sometimes, like that sort of thing, where it's calling out something you might see as a... A, a viewer might see it as a positive, a streamer might see it as a negative. So just be wary of what you're saying, how you're saying it. Uh, these are not, like, the most hard and fast rules to live by. We don't want anyone walking away from this feeling like, oh, I'm I'm violating all the Twitch etiquette because there are different cases. It's it's so hard to nail it down because the way you talk with your friends, your parents, your teachers, your your boss, whoever you you know, those are all different people. You you have a different way of talking with all of those groups, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And you need to know how to do that on Twitch too. Because you don't talk to your parents the same way you do your friends more than likely. Yeah, just be mindful. Like like I said, all these are malleable. You can change them or it's all situational as well, too, depending on your relationship you built with um, certain broadcasters and communities and stuff along those. But definitely being um, being mindful of everything we talked about and trying to, you know, just just peep it around. But like I said, it's not it's not 100 percent roll. So if you're breaking a few of them, it might be all right. You know? Yeah. I would agree with that, and I'd say this is a perfect place for us to close out for this week, Nate. So why don't you tell the fine folks out there where they can find you across the internet? Perfect. You can find me on uh, twitch.tv slash gnarly underscore Nate and on Twitter and Instagram at gnarly underscore Nate TTV. And feel free to send me a DM there as well if you want to hear any more about... uh, any of the topics are going to be coming up. Yeah, and, and I, I, we, I need to remember to pimp out that email address, pathtopartner at gmail.com. We'd love to hear uh, any thoughts, recommendations for topics in future episodes. If you have concerns about any of the points we've made in the past, we could definitely do deeper dives into those too. And yes, I want to thank the people that have been coming by the stream to say that they found the podcast and they really like it. We're glad you guys are getting some value out of this. Uh, if you want to go follow me, I'm over at twitch.tv forward slash Kyle Dempster Studios, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm over at twitter.com forward slash Kyle Dempster STU. Again, don't forget to email us any of your thoughts or ideas because we'd love to hone in on things that people are concerned about. You know, we have this kind of this great list to tackle in the future, but uh, want to know what you guys are looking to hear as well. We're probably going to have some new stuff. We are. We will have an episode before TwitchCon that is going to come out afterwards. So maybe maybe we could talk about some features or any, any news that we find out by next week. Because I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if something gets leaked or anything like that. So maybe we'll do that and then next we can, week. Yeah, then we can cover some stuff about TwitchCon when I come back from TwitchCon. So then we can uh, try to adjust more things along those. Maybe like a... Uh, if you're going to a convention or something along those and how to network. Ah, oh, that'd be great. I'd love it. Okay, Nate, that's our plan then. We'll, we'll tackle those the next two weeks. Everyone out there, like I said, shoot us an email, path2partner at gmail.com. And until next week, everyone, good luck in your streaming. Bye-bye. Toodles.